Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only that do not represent any other individual or organization. Carl, welcome to episode 47 of the Talk of Tonawanda. We are almost, almost to our golden episode. How about that? 50 would be the golden episode, and that's only, actually, when we get done with uh, tonight's episode, we'll have two to go. Are we, do we have anything special planned, or are we just going to figure it out? Well, I, I thought I thought I would buy show. myself a package of uh, Twinkies. Nice. I would uh, add some nice candles to that. I don't know if I can fit fifty candles on a no. Twinkie. However, I might have to upgrade and go with like an Entenmann's Danish. No, no, no. I I won't go. I won't go major major bakery. I, no. I would stick with donut craze with oh, perhaps of course, of a course. frosted heart or perhaps a cruller. With mm, chocolate frosting. How about we get a dozen of donut crazed donuts? Yeah. But we have him put them on a tray and like drizzle the chocolate frosting over the top so it looks like a big cake and can fit 50 candles. I, I mean, I'm, I, th- I think big picture here, Carl. I'm, I'm, Don't think small, think I'm, big picture. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of where we're going to put this in the studio that. What table would be able to hold the weight of that confection? <laughs> you, you honestly think it's going to make it from my car well, to the studio? <laughs> uh, you, 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 you might encounter some of the some of the neighborhood folks uh, just doing it. Uh, yeah, that I, I would I would say we would have to celebrate somehow, even if it's between ourselves and some of our closest listeners who uh, depend on us occasionally for a laugh or an eye roll, a knee slap. <laughs> a stomach groan a here stomach and there, something, something. Living oh. for one of your bad dad jokes or the National Day of. Oh, and speaking of National Day of. National Day of, yes. I, I have our National Day of, ahead of whatever National Day of you may have. Well, I'm, I'm, up. I'm glad that I was able to inspire you to yes. wander down that garden Only path. because I saw it and I said, what a perfect National Day of, and here it is. Today is National Pay a Compliment Day. Oh, you went to one of those fluffy, no. frou-frou no, no, uh, places. No, no, not even, no, no. This was that wasn't a compliment, by the way. <laughs> I could tell. Um, it, was, it was more like shade. Uh uh, Carl, I've never seen your lettering on your shirt so crisp and new looking. Thank you. Wow, thank you. That's and, that's and, close and, as I could get. And Francis, you are still retaining some of your summer glow, I will say. Well, as an Irishman, we call those freckles. Uh, so yes, I am uh, retaining my summer freckles. <laughs> Isn't everything connected? Well, you know, you brought up National Day, so here it goes, folks. He opened up the door. I did. Uh, real quick, National Peanut Butter Day. It is. Yes, National Lobster Thermidor Day. Not just regular lobster, Thermidor. but Thermidor. That, yeah. And it, then, of course, we have National Pitcher of Beer Day. So. Oh. So uh, not even just a pint. No, not even just a point. It is just a national. It's a pitcher of beer. Tomorrow I have to celebrate, right? Though, because tomorrow is National Irish Coffee Day. Oh, super! Yes, yes. And where where would that be happening? <laughs> wherever I happen to wherever be sitting at the time, a, except in a vehicle, a except in a vehicle. I am not an advocate of that. Do you know what lobster thermidor actually is? Uh, they are lobsters caught off the coast of Thermidor. Close. Okay. Uh, actually, it's a French dish. They they split the lobster open in half, the whole thing from head to tail. Okay. They remove the meat. They kind of chop it up. They mix it with stuff that's essentially stuffing. Uh, they put it back in right. uh, and mustard powders in there, and they cover it with some sort of Gruyere cheese and then bake it till it gets this crispy brown thing. So it's kind of like... Uh, pre-chewed lobster. Not a not a not a big fan of the Thermidor. I'm a 
I'm going to rip that tail out like a giant shrimp. Can't we just boil dunk it, it in the butter? Split it in half and pull all that meat out and just Nothing. dunk it? You and I are on that same page. Yeah. We are. We are. Um, we have some uh, some true talk of Tonawanda. The laundry list of updates to go through. you got to plan it in front of you there, Carl. Why don't you regale us it, with the happenings of this fine well, city? Well, seeing it's after the, uh, after the holidays, after the New Year's, and after the, our... our uh, Two snowstorms in a row, and after a uh, deflating Buffalo Bills loss oh, last oh my. Uh, Sunday, we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, we are only seeing just a few updates, but you know, still, you know, looking further ahead, that we should, um, you know, at, at least acknowledge uh, the Emmanuel uh, Church on the corner of William and Scott Street. Once again, uh, for everybody, it's the first Monday of the month. From nine to eleven a.m., and it's a free breakfast. And go ahead and uh, drop in, have a free breakfast, and if you can make a donation towards that. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's going to be uh, the next first Monday is Monday, February fifth. Yep. So you can toss it into your phone or next, on your calendar. That's, that's yeah. That's that's actually next Monday. Well, a week from Monday, actually. Week from Monday. Week from Monday. Uh, and uh, just a just a bit of an update for all you uh, uh, coming and going, uh, you know, in and out of City Hall, the uh, revolving door uh, just spun again. Uh, we have a new treasurer in the city of Tonawanda. Is is he a treasure? He is a treasure. He's I treasure. I, I Should we be beholden to this treasure? No, just make sure your checks are are, are good. Don't bounce <laughs> and make his life a little easier. Uh, his name is Adam J. McNeil. And he is the new treasurer in the city of Tonawanda, uh, replacing Bill Reese, a familiar name. Yeah. Uh, now, Bill Reese is going to help him with the transition. There's going to be some shadowing going on to make sure there's no gap in there. So, yeah. you know, Bill will probably put the keys to the safe and the drawers in the bottom of the fish tank and change all the <laughs> passwords. No, I, well, listen, I'm sure it'll be, a, I'm sure it'll be, a, you know, they're both professionals. Absolutely. I, I'm sure Bill in his new position down in uh, Evans will have a, have a oh, new fantastic. go at it down there. He'll, he'll be still local. I'm sure uh, he'll be staying yeah. in the city of Tonawanda, you know, living here. Yeah. But, well, listen, Bill's, Bill's a great guy. He's a personal friend. He's, he's very personable. Yep. And um, I, I, Sad that we're we're losing somebody that's been there for a while that I'm so familiar with. Looking forward to the new guy, and of course we of course will wish Bill Reese the best yep. in his his new position down there in Evans. And uh, congratulations on him being uh, picked up down there in Evans. It's it's kind of like trading back and forth, kind of like a sports team, isn't it? Well, you know. And when, speaking of sports, speaking of sports, <laughs> let's let's commiserate together, shall we? Let let's go back. Let's go back in time, in the Wayback Machine, Sherman and Mr. Peabody. Let's just go back to 6.30 Sunday when the Bills hosted the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, now the Kansas City Chiefs, compared, the, compared to the Bills, the Bills were only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Um, and i, I got to say this. Now, you got all these people going, oh, you know, replace the coach, replace this, replace that. They have made it to the playoffs consistently, yeah. four times in a row. They're doing really good. Six it was seven years since McDermott's been here. Yeah, and, and he's had his detractors, including sure. myself, a few times. Sure, and that's not without uh, you know taking into account. It's not a individual who cost us the game or lost the game or. Uh, it's always a combination of factors when you're dealing with a team sport sure. as complex as as football um, because you're you're looking at the entirety of the team. There's yeah. you know three phases: special teams, defense, offense. Um, naturally, the defense's job is to get the ball back for the offense to go down and score, or if they're lucky enough, cause a fumble, pick it up, run it back, interception, run it back, or at least. Get a get a turnover. Get something. Yeah. A spark or something. Strip them of the opportunity yeah. to win. Stop. Yeah. Stop the other uh, the other team from uh, from scoring. And it and it happened on, on a on a crazy fluke play of a, a a fake punt to direct snap it to Demar Hamlin. Blessed uh, 
Jamar Hamlin, who probably said, what? Are you kidding me? But all right, this will fool him for sure. Yeah. And go out there and take the, and just try and run with it. You're you're under 33, you know, in their in their end of the world, and you're uh, I don't know, well, fourth, you know and, fourth and five, here, and you're trying to fake punt. It didn't work. We all know that. We can all blame point fingers, uh, but it, it should not have come down to that play. It should not have come down to uh, a missed field goal to tie the game. You know, there was many opportunities, a drop passes, drop for sure touchdowns. Uh, so everybody probably um, can share equally, and we know that there's going to be some uh, some changes. Yeah. Uh, probably you're going to you're looking at the way that the way the world works in that business, and it is it is a business. It's an entertainment business, but we all have you know different degrees of buy-in and you know sense of team and. You know, there are guys and uh, a level of emotion that, you know, we tie ourselves to our, our, our local sports teams. But it, it just so happens that, you, you know, with the salary cap the way it is that's imposed on the teams by the NFL, the Bills are already, you know, $47, $50 million, depending on who you listen to, behind. So they're, they're going to be over. So, that, so even if it, it, the NFL doesn't change anything, you're going to have to start restructuring contracts again with you know more sure. bonuses up front. You're going to have to at least look at 22 contracts for players that are going to be gone in a different uniform. And then you have to look at, well, we have a draft coming up, and we have to draft players. Sure. And then if you listen to all the experts, you know, all the talking heads on radio and TV and you know, you know, some of your uh, more informed uh, fans, you know, the Bills have been – Defense, defense, defense on all these um, calls, you know, for uh, for new players and draftees and big signings, you know, on the offseason, Von Miller being the most recent mm-hmm. big splash one. But I, th- I think my thought is that they're probably going to go with offense again and get a, and get a deep receiver. Well, get some you know, kid with wheels that can burn and catch the ball. Let me let me let me take this back. Let me rewind back to Sunday. Now, again, we were doubtful. We had a thirteen percent chance of making the playoffs after Game Six, and that was what the statistics were. We had to win everything from there on in, and we did. And it was incredible what they were able to do. Oh, no doubt. They okay. won. They won in a miraculous right. run. And they they made the playoffs yet again. Yes, uh, uh, just crushed Miami. Now, we were only less than a three-point favored over Kansas City. Less than three points. And I think that's, that was yeah. just because of home yeah. field. Yeah, it was home field. And we, were, and we were neck and neck and neck and neck. This was not a blowout game. Yet you look, you look at Josh. Josh was responsible for two of those touchdowns. And, yeah. you know, Ellison, we didn't, we didn't get the, 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 the win on this one. No. And it's, it turned into the blame game. Guys, well, it didn't we had of... an amazing, amazing season. The comeback alone was incredible. I've been talking about the last several games. And do we need a couple new players? Yeah, we need a couple. But, you know, this, this screaming for, you know, okay, we need a new coach. Um, excuse me, is there is there any coach out there that's floating around that has jumped into a season as a coach and first year – Gets that team to the Super Bowl, and they just happen to be sitting out there. Absolutely not. No, those people they're don't exist. For, yeah, they're screaming for you know change the tire. This guy has been methodically improving our chances, and we didn't hit that many playoffs previously. I mean, Marv, you're never gonna you're never gonna match Marv. Okay, but but you know Marv is 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 writing. He's a poet. We've got the we've got a wonderful quarterback. He refuses to be a narcissist. Every time they interview, it's the same thing. Well, you know, we had some good guys in there. You know, this guy did this, this guy did that. Uh, and they put him on the spot after the Miami game. They said, well, who was the, uh, the, you know, the MVP of this game? Was it you with this player or this other person? And he, without hesitation, gave it to the other guy. It's we are a team. I yeah. think the camaraderie, I think look at all the folks on our teams that are doing very public, very true-to-life, philanthropic efforts in our 
own community. Yeah. <clears throat> we got not, great not... people, great team. Listen, we're we're getting better. We're getting better. We got this much closer. It takes Bring it in again. I would you know, and I was one of the ones who briefly was calling for at least a change somewhere in the offensive coordinator position. Well, and, they brought this fella in. Who is who is that that was up in the booth? I forget the name now. They brought him in and they said he's been doing really well. I can't think of the guy's name. He Joel. Oh, Joel. Okay. He's he's coming through like Brody. He's come through. He had to come in in the middle of the season. And when that happens, the new offensive coordinator doesn't switch the program or or at least the script. He's got to go with what they've practiced since August and and keep going with that. Change a few plays, you know, as far as like when you're going to run these different plays. But you just can't come up with a new program. Sure, do, sure. You, you gotta you gotta go off for some sort of, of, of layout, some grid grid work. So here we are on the gridiron. You know, Joe Brady, he's he's looking at things and he's like, Well, I can't change this because this is what we're used to. I can't come up with new terminology, I can't come up with new plays because this is what we have to work with. But what I can do is tweak it, fine tune it as to when we do call, you know, you know what. A, a run to the left, a run up the mm-hmm. middle, a run or a keeper or a Josh run left, play action pass, you know, all that kind of all all that kind of stuff. You you just can't like change it. And people don't realize that. Sure. Now look at Mahomes. Mahomes without question is as athletic as Josh Allen. He's not afraid to run the ball. No, he's not, not. afraid. No. Um uh, he's he's really good in the pocket. If the pocket closes in, he changes pocket. But he does one thing consistently and they keep on showing it. If he's looking left, you know he's going to throw right. If he's looking right, you know he's going to throw left. But it's so quick at that point that you don't you can catch it from you know the the, the armchair the front, quarterback. You can catch it from the front line. Yeah. But it, but if you get past the linebackers and the safeties and the defensive backs, you know on most teams you're a good 20, 30 yards downfield. I couldn't tell how which eye direction you know he happens right. to be glancing at. Right. And you know it. Again, it wasn't a blowout. It no. really shouldn't have come down to a field goal is what we're saying on our side. Right. It wasn't caused by a fumble. It wasn't caused by, you know, uh, an, an interception. It was it was a, a series of events. They had the ball, you know, a little more than two minutes to go. They had another timeout, you know, at the two-minute warning. So they had a chance to talk about where, what are we going to do, you know, going going in. If this doesn't work, this doesn't work, what can we do? Okay, at least we'll have the ability around a 44, 43-yard field goal, at least to come and tie it, and then regroup, and off we go again. Mm -hmm. And if you look at that kick, when he kicked that from the right hash mark, some people say, well, he should have kicked it from the left hash mark. He, you know, everybody's a Monday morning quarterback. If something goes wrong, everybody knows exactly what they did wrong because they're sitting there watching the games, and listening to the announcers on TV. So they know everything at this point. Sure. So when they said, well, he should have done this and he should have done that, yeah. you could Shoulda, woulda, coulda, okay? Yeah, you know, if you know, if frogs had wings, they wouldn't bump their tush on lily pads. They'd fly over them, of right. course. But they... Uh, That's a terrible visual, by the way. Sorry. But anyway. But, the, I mean, really, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't second guess after the fact. You can... But you, you can't be so firm in your judgment of saying he was so wrong to do this or that. He missed it. When that ball was in the air, from my vantage point, I'm, only, I'm on the 10, 12-yard line up in the 300s, 336, wonderful section up there. Hello, everybody. As you're looking down on that, that ball went in, in, in. It's going in, in, and it got pushed right. Yeah, probably the last ten feet or so, and it was like something. It hit something and it got deflected. Now, way up there, we feel the wind. You know, usually I'm sitting in front of a tower, so that's really blocking the wind. But you could those those flags that circled encircled the stadium. They were whipping. They were like oh yeah, standing. Straight and the higher out. the ball gets off the ground, especially in that bowl type environment, yep. the stronger the wind's going to be. 
the thing that is is making me look at people with with a hairy eyeball and throw shade on them. Oh, we lost because we missed a field goal. No, 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 no. That's that's not what that's not what happened. No. Uh, first off, they only won by a field goal. Don't forget that part. Second, if we had made that field goal, it only tied it to put it into overtime. But it would have. It would have continued the game. It would have. It would have. There would have been time left on the clock as well. After yes. the field, after tying it. So there's no telling what Mahomes would have done. Absolutely. Throwing, you know, throwing, you know, a couple long balls so. down the way and getting into field goal position with themselves Absolutely. with a few seconds left. We don't know. We don't know that script. Exactly. So listen, it was they took it by three. Yeah. They're not by any means a <laughs> an amateur team. And I, I mean that in the way that listen, they've earned their bones too. It just so happened the way the plays worked out on that day. I don't think you can point your finger to any one person. Well, They're already calling our kicker Norwood. They're screaming Norwood. It's like, no, you know what? That was another game that shouldn't have fallen down to just a field yeah. goal. People have short memories. But yeah. I want to I thank the Buffalo Bills and the coaching staff for giving us a super exciting season. Listen, we didn't get to the Super Bowl, but we won a division. Yep. Uh, again, we, we're putting that up there. Yep. Our players are good. They're positive. In the next trading season and, and, and drafting season, we have the opportunity to add a little bit yep. to our team. And Sean McDermott is rock solid. I say stay on that horse and keep on going. Yeah, I think he's got and, it. Him and, him and Bean have, have combined, you know, at, at least this year, we had a, a we had a wonderful record. We you know we won you know like what let's six seven games in a row to, to make it, win the division, and you know for the first time in a very very long time, Buffalo hosted two playoff games. You know why? You know why they did so good? Because I bought my first Bills T-shirt this year and wore it while watching the games. So really, it's, it's my you. doing. It's my doing. It's I brought them there. But there's a but there's probably some guy named Edward in Chictawaga that did not wear his lucky socks. That's that's probably it. Or or washed his left foot when he promised not to. Something along those Something lines. Wrong now I the other thing, of course, Taylor Swift was in the box. And oh. every time Kelsey did something, yeah. they had to pan over to show her giggling and and and, and it's like <laughs> Okay, enough with the Taylor I Swift. I know, you know, and I was blessed to be at the game, of course, you know, in my in my usual seat there. So we didn't, we weren't aware of what, you know, the folks at home nationwide were being subjected to. It but, wasn't as bad this time. No. It was only if something happened, they would do like a two and a half second blurb of showing her cheer or smile, but then. You know, Kelsey down on the field when he got the touchdown, he looked right up at the box, made the little heart finger things, and then they pan over. It's like, okay. okay. When they break up, if, is she going to write a song about their breakup? Oh, my gosh. You better believe she will if that happens. And it, uh, Taylor, the challenge is if that happens, and I'm not wishing anything against her. I, there's, there's another girl who behind the scenes does a yeah. huge amount of philanthropic work. It takes Enormous. a lot. Of, well, you know what, Frank? It takes a lot of work to make a billion dollars. Oh, I, indeed it does. <laughs> indeed it does. So, I mean, she's she's earned uh, accolades. It's it's the press that is making this I'm, big thing. It, but it, if if it winds up where, you know, they, they decide to go different directions, I challenge her, the breakup song has to contain the word gridiron. Yes. The term onside kick, oh. and it has to feature a couple of football players that can sing with very deep bass voices. That's oh. the challenge. Well, you know what? It's it's too late to uh, pencil in who's going to be singing at the Super Bowl this year, but wouldn't that have been something if it goes to a Detroit-Kansas City Super Bowl <laughs> and she's the <laughs> halftime entertainment? But, you know, really, Jason, Jason, Jason Kels, because that's how you pronounce her last name properly. It's Kels. Kelsey. The, the yeah, it's, it's also not Larry Chonka. It's Zonka. Or, or right. Zonka it's Chonka. Because they, that's the, brother, the, brother, the brothers Kels have a podcast, not as good as ours, of course. 
Well, they're not talking about Tanawada and appealing to right. their fine citizenry. Right. And I doubt they have any, any listeners in New Zealand or Australia. Uh, maybe it, maybe no, Australia. I don't think so. Maybe, no. maybe. Because Kelsey, Kel, Kelsey's got that, that beard, and yeah. you could picture him, him drinking a Foster's. It's possible. But he was drinking blue light, and he was doing shots out of a bowling ball in the hammer lot, which is the lot next to where I was parked and doing our tailgating in. And so when all the commotion was going on, I walked around the corner through the through the hammers lot, you know, like in between the cars and such, and I caught I caught him just as he was hoisting the bowling ball up to his big bearded mouth and sucking the <laughs> one of the holes dry from some fine Irish whiskey. It was alleged that that's what it was. And I and I just kind of shook my head, you know, and you know, pointed pointed, you know, over in his direction. Ah, good for you. Because he re- He's a nice guy. He, he re- really is. He reminded me. Of you know, of a few a few of the other bills, uh, there was a Buffalo Bill player back in the day, hundred years ago, uh, Glenn Parker. If anybody you know uh, knows Glenn Parker, please mention that. I still remember him cooking on the hood of a car in Lot One, uh, formerly Lot One A, where the practice facility is right now. Uh-huh. And I remember him out there grilling and barbecuing beef and steak and burgers and such on the hood of a car, and Glenn Parker then would finish up, and then he would run in and get ready for the game. That's pretty cool. But Glenn Parker, I, I have one of Glenn Parker's shirts that I bought uh, through the Buffalo Bills store many, many years ago, and I wear it occasionally to a game. And I always get the, hey, Parker, you know, thumbs up, because he was he, he was a great character. All right, we're going to throw you in the line of fire. Yes. Your prediction if Kansas City is matched up with the Baltimore Ravens, yeah. what's your prediction? Ravens. By how much? Oh, I'm gonna at least I'm gonna I'm saying at least nine, nine, ten. Go ahead, go on FanDuel and 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 bet it. Bet the bet the money line on FanDuel, folks. Put it right on uh, the Ravens. That uh, that offense for the Ravens is just silly. They've got so many plays that they'll probably drag out that they've been waiting for sure. the AFC championship game. How many how many injuries does Kansas City have on their defensive line? They're pretty good. But they they had some injuries. They yeah. had some some second strengths in there that obviously were doing okay. Yeah. Well, our well, you know, you you, you never want to think of an injury as the reason why you won or lost a game or you had more injuries or less injuries than your uh your opponent. But the Bills always had that strong uh deep Deep bench, and they were already on their third players. Um, oh yeah, and know, which also there were some good performers that were out there, yeah. which was good to see. And we, you know, you know, Bill, Bill's had a guy that was packing up his camper to drive down to you know, long, you know, Florida, and he he, he came back. I mean, you just you're just always next man up with the uh, with the Bills, and um, we love him for that. Well, here's my prediction. Ravens, 24, Kansas City, 13. And I'm not going to put, uh, I'm not going to put them, the Ravens ahead until second quarter. I think Kansas City is going to be first on the board, but I think the Ravens are going to roll back after the second. That's just my, my feeling, but I think 24, 13. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute it. I would I would just I would just you know, and we're we're not advocating you know you know betting the kids lunch money. But if if you do have an account <laughs> and you at least want to see you know like a like you know like if you bet a dollar you're gonna get a like a, like a dollar four back. I would I would go with the money line, you know for the Ravens. But it's it's a lot of fun, um, you know. There's so many prop bets, three leg parlays, four legs. I mean you could go crazy. And uh, you know, you know, first team to score a touchdown. Who's going to throw multiple touchdowns? Who's going to run for more than fifty yards? You know, and a half, or run for more than thirty yards and a half? Who's going to catch? Yeah. You know, first down is going to be scored. You know, on the third drive, are you know what's the result? Is it going to be a punt, an interception? We can fumble? only we can we can only wait and see. It's yeah. it's it's it's. it's uh, an imaginary, wonderful world yeah. of you know unicorns and things. Yeah. 
I'm going to shift gears on you, Carl. Go ahead. I'm going to shift gears because we're turning into sports talk here. Uh, do you fly on airplanes? Oh, yeah. I used to all the time. Yeah. yeah. I was in the air two, three times. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would, I mean, when I used to travel uh, back in the day, I used to probably get uh, probably five, six uh, takeoffs, oh. which also had an end in the landing. Now, you, so a month. You were also part of our... Uh, security administration at the airports, and thank you for your service. You were actually trainer, yes. uh, commander, uh, chief commandant, yes. um, ambassador to the world. Um, so you, you did a lot. What, what in your opinion, in your positive. expert professional opinion, constitutes a disruption on a passenger jet that warrants returning to the gate prior to takeoff? Medical emergencies. Okay. Okay. First, first, first and foremost, I mean, you would be hard pressed, at least when I was flying, that a medical emergency didn't take precedence on Joe McGillicuddy making his uh, meeting, uh, you know, in Dallas or, or some other place. That the health and safety and welfare of a passenger, um, I've been on a few that's happened, unfortunately, you know. Uh, outcomes are never good sometimes, but you know when you're thirty-five thousand feet and somebody notices the guy, you know next to you is blue. Yeah, that's a that's really, a that's a bad. It's day. it's that's time it's time day. to hit the call button, notify the you know the flight crew, and let's get to the nearest place so this guy or woman can get some yeah. uh, medical attention. Every and time I every time I board a plane, I let the flight attendant at the door know that I am a paramedic and what seat I'm in. And I have been called on a couple of times in all the years, and thankfully it's always been something very minor. Yeah. Uh, but it um, happens. It, it happens. All right. So now. So that's one. In, I would say I, I'm, I'm digressing, and I'm, and I'm also enabling you to digress. Okay. Yeah. A medical emergency is one reason for, for that. Go ahead. Okay. What would be something that you would consider so minor that it doesn't justify turning back to the gate prior uh, to takeoff? I've. Also been involved in this, someone who was in the wrong seat, wrong row, wrong aisle, wrong class, uh, refusing to move. Okay. I always, I always thought that it's, you know, you know, pick your battles, flight crew, as long as person X is sitting there uh, because he got separated from his wife, girlfriend, son, daughter, dog, whatever, um, just deal with it on the ground. And if somebody was wronged really bad, then you offer that other person a flight coupon and end the day. Go home. All right. Now, this made the national news, and it's it's been on the radio all day. So um, if anybody's offended by this, this topic, I'm not going to go crazy on this. But um, would you say passing wind on an aircraft is justification for returning to the gate? No. Well, it no. did, in fact, happen. It was a, uh, a US, American a, Airlines plane, a, a domestic US, flight. A yeah. U.S. carrier? Yep, American oh, Airlines. Oh, it was a flight from Phoenix, Arizona to Austin, Texas. That's a short flight, folks. That's only one state. They had a passenger who was one of the early boarders, and he was uh, complaining about something. Um, and then as the plane is taxiing to launch... Um, he very loudly, boldly announced that his flatulence were rather extraordinary, um, which which caused a row with the people around him, obviously. There was no fisticuffs. There was nothing physical. But the flight attendants literally told the pilot to return to the gate to eject this passenger for passing gas. I, you know, there's, there's it probably, me. there's, there's probably a level of them thinking that it's going to escalate to become a problem and not just be a short term thing to deal with. Well, you know, and, and when I've, you look I've, at that, I, I, I understand there's, you, people I should understand that the, uh, so that this yeah. is, you're, you're giving me a news flash yeah. here, but I, I didn't hear of that, but I've been on, I've been on flights where it's been extremely disruptive kids. Yes. Oh, my, yeah. I, but that's, been, that's then, up on the list, yes. As you're sitting at the gate and there's three kids and they're running around, 
all pumped up with Mountain Dew and sugar and candy and cookies from their little snack boxes that Grandma packed them. And you pray that there are going to be so many rows separating you from them. And then when you sit down, there they are. Because they get yep. really bored. And there they are. They're behind they're, you kicking. Or they're in front of you. Right. And a three-foot-tall little kid yeah. puts his seat all the way back so that you have to drink your coffee cup through a straw at your navel. Yeah. So Well, I haven't heard of that. But the but the other thing I've, I've been, and there's so, yet, no, my, my answer is no. There's no okay. justification. If you're on the ground and you haven't taken off yet, but you've done all your pre-flight, everybody's strapped in, you got the three little ding, 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 you yeah. know, notify everybody, hey, it's coming, folks. We're, you know, we're, yeah. we're going to, you know, accelerate 110%. We're going to get this, this silver tube up in the air. Here we go. And then all of a sudden, you know, they pick up the phone and say, Captain Larry, we got to turn around. We got to go back to the gate. No, I, I don't yeah. think they're... Well, here's here's the thing. There's no here's there, there's biological mechanics that are involved here, obviously. But what people may not understand is when you get on a plane, it's equal pressure from what's outside the plane to what's inside the plane till they close the cabin doors, and then in order to fly properly, the cabin gets pressurized, which means now the air pressure inside your hollow organs increases. Everybody on that plane is releasing excess wind or they're getting those stabbing feelings through their body. Yeah. It's just that this guy announced it. I even wrote a whole stand-up routine. We're going back 16 years ago when I had a flight to Eastern Europe because it was, it was pro proliferous and you couldn't ignore it as people were as we reached the cruising altitude and the ears were popping, you saw different heads popping up all over the plane like whack-a-mole. Yeah. And you knew exactly what was going on. They're all standing up. They look at their seat. Then they sit back down. And then this person over here and so on and so on. It's, it's, it's just this guy announced it. And then the whole flight gets delayed for 30 minutes because a passenger broke wind in economy. <laughs> so, well, I'm, you know, there's I'm more... A little, I, there's more serious issues than, than some guy, you, you know, doing that. But, you know, there are absolutes for, yeah, turning around. Even if you're on the ground, turning around. Or if you're in the air, turning around. Or at least getting onto the ground at the closest airport, which can accommodate your, your plane. Yeah. Now, I wonder, I wonder how they are going to justify that. Because there was no criminal offense. No. He didn't refuse to get off the plane. He didn't confront any stewardesses or anything. Or, I'm sorry, flight attendants flight or attendant. anything. Um, they said that they're returning. They asked him to get off the plane. He picked up his bag. He didn't swear. He didn't throw the bird. He walked off the plane. No criminal charges. I'm wondering how that's all going to pan out. It's going to probably pan out with him receiving something from the airline. Yeah. Now, we flipped the script, and let's, let's talk just briefly about Boeing. There's a second group of Boeing jets that are now being grounded okay. for the same type of uh, plug that was on the current jets that are grounded. And now, I believe it is uh, the Japanese airline was a Taiwan Air. Over 20% of their planes have been grounded and they're canceling flights like crazy. Yeah, you know, you're, what chaos you're, is you've this? You've got to look at, you've got to go all the way back to when those... Uh, those fuselages are being assembled, you know, the tubes, you know, when they're being assembled, you know, they're still, you know, like on the factory floor, they're, they haven't been picked up by the crane and, you know, like bolted to, bolted to the next one in front of them because that's how they're assembled. They're assembled, you know, in, in pieces. If you ever have the chance to watch a, um, a video of Airbus or Boeing planes being assembled, it's quite the operation and it takes a long time to put one together. And it costs a lot of money to put one together as well. But if you're on the factory floor and you're missing that as an inspector, what are you doing? What are you right. inspecting when those things are supposed to be held in place by X number of bolts that have, you know, those uh, those wire ties in yeah. there? There's there safety wires yeah. on there. What's amazing is with all of those defective... It's a failure. Yeah. It's, it's a total failure. Yeah. With one of those... I mean, with, with all of those planes that have that defect that they've now identified, 
only one, it's incredible that it's only been one that's lost it, and when it lost it, there were no fatalities. It was low enough. Uh, there were some injuries, and nobody of course, was seated there. physicality another, type things. Yeah. And then to find out there's all of these, I, the it makes you nervous to, to fly because you're like, well, if they missed all these for this long, yeah. what else is out there? It well, can't help but make you a little bit nervous. Well, it's obvious. It's it's almost like like an auto recall for something like a like a fire in the engine. Oh, or 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 you know, sorry. Like, you just you just triggered another thought. That's another all. you know another uh, like a airbag failure, or the brakes fail because a wire goes bad or something. Yeah. Um, Did you see the recalls today between Ford and Hyundai? No. Um, apparently, now what are we doing? we're over a million vehicles. Okay. Uh, apparently, there's one section of exterior trim that can fly off and become a projectile. So they have to recall, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was between the two car companies, it was over a million SUVs. Are these the ones SUVs. held on by uh, some two-face tape or something? Uh, <laughs> at this point, it's probably one-face tape because it's flying off. I, you know, and how does something like that make it through, where over a million cars have the exact same defect and nobody caught it? Who inspects I, trim? I don't know. Exactly. Here, uh, uh, this is this is the last thing I'm going to bring up. I walked into robots our robots that yeah. check the paint quality than there are trim quality. It's like a Segway, uh, not the Segway, the rider. Uh, you brought me to that robot thing. I uh, I frequent our local Burger King uh, when I'm teaching because uh, you know I get my breakfast meal and uh, sometimes lunch and so on. You don't go across the canal. I don't have time. Sometimes I only have 20 minutes for lunch. Uh, because they have stuff to do, so it's got to be quick, and I'll be, you know, eating and breaks I and so on. I won't mention it to the folks at CNS. Uh, but I walked in today, and dun-dun-dun, two auto kiosks taking the place of two registers on the front counter. No, really? Yes, and the girl came out, and I said, are we replacing people? And she said, I know. I said, I, I, don't, I don't want to order this. I mean, it's... Have it your way, right? How do I tell them, you know, remember the old song, hold the pickle, hold the lettuce, You're special the orders don't upset us? Tell How them. do you make a special order on a kiosk? It's not in there. Tell them the king demands face-to-face -face communication. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am the king. I am the king. I am the customer. But, you know, it's it's this is happening more and more for controlling costs, and it's 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 just insane. I know, I'm not touching one of those things. Yeah. Uh, Aldi has all but one is self-checkout. And they're going back They're going back to checkouts. Are they going to do that? I heard the one. Oh, okay. I heard the one on, on over here on uh, Sheridan. No, at least two cashiers because not everything cashes through, and I've got to look at yeah. my own avocados and this and that and so on. It's just like, no. Uh, no, no it makes sure, no, it makes sure no. you, you know, folks out there, if, if you don't want to do self-checkout, that you ask them at the store, wherever you happen to be, to open up a register or assist you. Because that's what the law is. You, they have to assist you. Same thing if you pull up to a gas station and, and you are in need of assistance and filling up your tank or whatever. That attendant has to come out and help you. You know what? There, there is one other thought. And it's in, it's in the realm of crude. Uh, I was in Walmart the other day. They had three, three-man registers open, okay. uh, which was nice. I actually was able to get in a line that didn't have somebody with 5,000 items in one cart. Yes. Um, why do men talk on their cell phones while in front of a urinal? Every time I go in, there's somebody carrying on a deeply intellectual conversation while in a restroom attending to matters. These are the same people that probably talk on their phones while they're driving and talk on their phones when they're supposed to be enjoying the company of their family at a restaurant or even at home. Oh, same it, guys. It boggles my mind. I, if cell phones disappeared today off the planet, I wouldn't shed a no, tear. I, we Not a tear. I survived all, you know, yeah. all my hundred, you know, whatever years without one until, you know, everybody had one. My iPhone 4, I still have in my possession. Probably still works, but it, it won't, you know, update to the latest software, so I really can't use it. Mm -hmm. And when I ask Apple about it, you know, giving me some money for it because they've made it obsolete. And I didn't want it to become obsolete. 
they tell me that's just the way it is. It's in, <laughs> it's in their statement that you accept when you check the box. I accept the terms of your contract. I can tell you this from my own personal experience. It started popping up on my screen three days ago. I have an Apple TV that works perfectly well. It's been well cared for, kept clean, and used lovingly. It popped up on the screen on February 12th. Nothing more of Netflix or Disney or anything else is going to flow through that Apple TV uh, controller because it is obsolete. So I have to go out and spend at least $149 to get another updated Apple TV so I can watch the programs I'm paying for. They're literally just discontinuing support for it. It's no longer going to work. It's They're flipping the switch and shutting it down. Wow. It's four years old. It's four years old, yeah, and it's think, obsolete. Well, yeah, they're, they're going to justify it somehow, and then everybody sure. will just stand in line, pay more, throw more money. Oh, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. All right, well, let's see. We've, we've covered uh, the bills. We've covered local events. We've covered... Uh, flatulence on airplanes, right. cell phones in bathrooms, uh, cashiers, um, auto checkouts. I, I think we've I think we've really painted a rainbow today. What do you think? I, I think we've done well. Yeah, I think we've done well. And and of course, you know, if somebody wants to reach out and tell us what we've done right or wrong. Frank, yeah. give them our, our address so our, they can write to us. Our Gmail address is real simple. It's no spaces in between. It's all lowercase letters. The talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com. Uh, we did get some feedback. Um, comments about the last episode included comments like spicy, one word, um, not exactly controversial, not exactly interesting, not exactly boring. I'm not exactly sure what, what the listener was trying to tell us. But they were telling us something. But they were telling us something. Which is good. They reached out. Uh, we'd like to welcome New Zealand to the listening of the last episode. Hello, folks. Uh, we had three folks down there in New Zealand that, uh, nice. or over there in New Zealand that picked it up. And not only listened to it, but downloaded it, which was kind of funny. Britain cool. has come back. Bulgaria, hello, Bulgaria. Hi, folks. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try for this one now. Um, and again, if I say the word, maybe it'll pop through. Greenland. I want to see somebody listening from Greenland. Greenland. Yes. Greenland, Iceland. Iceland would be there, acceptable as well. Iceland, Greenland, Vikingdom. Right. Can we get north of the Arctic Circle? Mm. That's what I would like. And maybe if somebody Anchorage. North of the Arctic Circle, could they send us a picture of the Northern Lights? Because right now it's it's the, it's dark. It, mm -hmm. The sun's set and it's gone for another few months, I guess. You're just there. talking about Buffalo right now, right? No, north of the Arctic. Oh, Arctic oh, Circle. north of the Arctic. Because it, it seems like that. long night, they call it, I guess, or something. The long night. Uh, also, another shout out to our friend uh, Fred Salber, who is manning the mic at uh, at. Just, just an, old, an old man with a mic. Just an old guy. <laughs> old guy, old just guy. Old guy with a mic. He's down the throughway, down the 90 in uh, Rochester, New York. Um, beloved Rochester, New York, home home of the garbage plate at, at uh, Nick, Nick Tahoe's. Tahoe's. Yes. And folks, if you've ever had uh, the pleasure of having a few beverages in a nightclub around Rochester, and you were getting kind of hungry before you went home and changed and went off to work at 7 o'clock in the morning. A Nick Tahoe's garbage plate. They're not a sponsor, by the way. It's just no, no, going not. back my youth uh, 50 yeah, years I, ago. I hit those when I was working EMS and we had transport to Rochester, uh, which was not uncommon. I would grab those because on the yeah. way back, we were getting the garbage to go. And, yeah, and it would literally oh. be in, in almost a... Uh, <laughs> Like a Tupperware container. A, a styro dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all in there. And I think because you, you took it to go, they were a little more generous mm -hmm. with the serving because they didn't have to deal with any possible aftermath because you were on the road. Yeah. Back, back oh, going down. Oh, there's the other people that had to deal with the aftermath of a Nick Tahoe's garbage plate. Don't get on a plane. <laughs> see how we did that Carl put a bow on this episode let's get the heck out of here and see our loved ones shall All we right. well you know once again folks uh, just because the 
holiday season and the season of giving um, is always on our minds coming up to it. There has not been a decrease in need to help out our neighbors. Uh, there has not been a decrease in need in helping out a stranger. So if you have the ability, once again, uh, make a donation uh, to your favorite charity. Uh, help somebody out. Um, I know that we're going through right now a thaw cycle of our weather, our 15 inches of snow or so that we got recently seems to be just melting down. But if you notice that, you know, your neighbor cannot shovel the walk for the mailman or shovel their sidewalk um, like you're required to do so, or you should do so anyway, uh, help them out. You know, walk a house down or so and just clear a little path. Um, you don't need to announce it. You don't need to do it, you know, for a pat on the back. But just doing it, I assure you, you will feel better about yourself as well you should because sitting there in a chair, you know, watching mind-numbing TV uh, and not helping out a neighbor certainly is not the way to go. Absolutely. So once again, don't look down upon somebody unless you're helping them up. And I want to give our sincere condolences to the Ensminger family. Um, Longtime uh, volunteer firefighter in the city of Tonawanda. Um, we lost Ronald Ensminger just several months back, seems like yesterday. Uh, but uh, the Ensminger family and the family of volunteers in the city of Tonawanda Fire Department have lost uh, James Ensminger. So our condolences to the family. Career, career firemen as well. Jim. Thank you for all your service, Absolutely. and uh, we'll take it from here. So shout out to all volunteers and all you do for our communities and our cities and for our country. Thank you so much. Uh, Carl, I'll see you at episode 48. Fantastic. I look forward to it, Frank. All right. Take care, everybody. Take care. Bye, everybody.